mean, is it really going to probably impact you out of all people? No, because you just say out loud what you want to happen should happen. Your willpower and your understanding of your purpose and why you're going is way more grounded than mine is because I realized Michelle does not like being in her body. In fact, you got to fucking force me in it. Unless I'm grounding outside, which is probably why I like being in my garden so much, I am not here. And I want to go back to that point because this is going to be my goal, by the way, is be able to get up to that because there is a data brainwave that I think we're going to be able to tap into pretty regularly prior to Peru, which is going to be imperative for us navigating. There are some heavy hitters that are going, and there are some people who are who have done a lot of work and who have very, very undervalued core imprints but are have, but will have that like huge impact and profound effect within their lives and then the lives around them. Uh, those are the people that are lining up for this. And Carla's no joke. So if we're lining up with one of her things, I'm like, oh, God, we are the X-Men. Like, we joke about that. I'm looking at her bag right now. I have a, I have a messenger bag of the X-Men from her 2019 retreat. It really feels like that because... It's like out of the people who are going to listen to this after we come back and whatever this looks like, you're going to have the people who are like, they're fucking crazy. And you're going to have the people who are going to be so inspired to want to uncover their next version of this journey. This is why I think we're doing this, because unfortunately, I think humanity is going to go forward with two different timelines. People who are completely indoctrinated into the absolute bullshit narrative and the ones who are going rogue and aren't. And there's going to be a clear divide. And we're going to know, need to know how to navigate that and help others navigate that. Like, you've been doing this work on yourself for how long, do you feel, honestly? It's been, what, five, six, seven years? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say probably serious stuff, five. I mean, I was spinning my wheels for so long because I was chasing my tail, right? I was having the same... I kept hitting the same wall and then trying to figure out a different way to hit the wall. <laughs> so I'd say five five solid years of having a, a goal or plan or at least an awareness of I've identified some problems and start digging in. That's a tremendous amount of self-work to do. Five years is fucking a long time. You know what I'm saying? And that's been, consec- that's been consistent. I know it has been. So it's not like dabbling. It's like when you say like really doing it like five years, I think you've been dabbling for the better part of eight, I would say. And it's the next step. It just feels like the next step of this because how much more can we conceptually understand? Can we go through this without the breakthrough of that societal death? That's really what you're shedding is the society ego, the society paradigm. Like what next can you do? Five years worth of self-work. And look how your life has changed, by the way, right? Like I look at my life fucking 10 years ago, 12 years ago, 15 years ago when I started doing this. 10 years being out of the spiritual closet, like, there's no way I, I've been doing it that entire time. But now I'm like, yeah, I have. What's my next step? I've already done the conceptualizing, the healing. I know how I fucking got here. This is now the next step of that evolution. How much more can we, quote, unquote, work on self and or pour into the collective when I do think that there's a level of reaching kind of a ceiling of never of learning the more we know the more we don't know but of using old tools it's time to shake shit up and i think that my ears are ringing so maybe that's right on but shaking shit up and what a better way than to shake it up with this i really enjoyed what molly said 
to you when she was talking about like almost like now what you know like yeah you you know this stuff now now what embody it embody it right so the process of doing that i agree with you we we're gonna learn stuff here that's gonna change our standard operating procedure of how we're helping people now even operating in life like i think i said this to carla this morning which uh which here we go with the timeline thing i'm like oh my god that was like 6 a.m i feel like that was three days ago i'm like there's going to be a timeline of where we refer to things pre-peru and post-peru and she was like yeah that happened i was like awesome what other shit do you want to fucking lay on me about this now that we've committed 100 percent, we're leaving in six weeks seven weeks so there is going to be that shift of how you navigate Carla came back from her first retreat in Peru, and she was like, she went from like, I have a briefcase, and I am, you know, working for Mr. Wesby, and I am like a financial assistant, to I have crystals in my closet, I won't dye my hair, and I stopped drinking, smoking, and doing anything that was bad because my body is a temple, you know, like, she's a completely different person. Oh, you, actually, no, you know what, I'm going to get into DJ. Do you want me to? Yeah. want to know how yeah, this all? Yeah, absolutely. He wants this. He needs something to be taken off of him and needs that. He's not happy. Like, Nick, everything that you have done, like, you know because you lived that life. You know what that is. That You just did a podcast episode on it, but it's even deeper than that. It's like that chasing of the dollar. It's that providing just on the monetary level. But he's realizing what he's sacrificing by doing that and that that's not the only way to live. He wants something more than this. He wants something different. He wants to shake whatever narrative has got him by the throat that makes what he wants almost unattainable for him to get to that truth. We had to go through so many layers of fear. It feels like it's been weeks. I know that, you know, I've been working with this level with him for like months now, but it's just, he had to be able to shed the, it's because I wasn't invited. It's because it's your thing. It's because you're going with your people. It's because it's whatever it was that he was projecting. He had to feel safe enough to say, I'm not happy. The way I'm living my life is not happy. I don't want to die young. Like him saying these things outside of himself is out of control, huge. He tried to come to the table with like big balls with Carla and Carla was like, listen, motherfucker. Like, you know, the boss who came out of her, I was like, oh, like I was like stepping back, like this bitch is gonna, is gonna, you know, drop it on him. And he was, she was like, you matter. You deserve this DJ. You're not meant to be here to feed the old paradigm. Like not only are you not doing good for your family and yourself on that level by feeding that bullshit. You're setting an example for David. She's like, look, you have him going to work with you right now. Do you seriously want him to live this life that you're living? You're showing him like, no, you don't want that for him. So show him what that looks like. And it was really profound to see that shift. And I couldn't help but think about you and the shift of like, no, I don't want this is what this will look like. I don't want my girls to have the pain that I have to see my wife struggle with or other people that I know in my, I'm going to pour in. And it was the David moment of pouring in. It was the, I don't want to have to numb with drinking. It was the, I don't like where I came from necessarily. I'm realizing that I have some really toxic dynamics with my family. It's everything he's been coming to light with. So Carla got him to a very soft point, but when she left, he sat with me and he was like, I don't want to ever take from you 
he was afraid that like I, I was going to go and come back and be completely out of love with him because I was going to see some version of him or I was going to become a different version where we weren't in alignment. And although I don't ever think that that is the case, that it, I acknowledge that that's a very real fear and possibility because nothing is off the table here, you know? And I think that that was just the driving force for him to want to take an active step and be in the driver's seat. That's fascinating. I'm really been been digging into the whole authority control thing and giving it away externally. And that's a really internal, that's an inside job there. But I think that's one of the, the biggest things that we, we all have to fucking deal with. I can't wait for you and him to spend time together next. It was never anybody who was going. It was the fact that we were giving ourselves permission to do this, and he wasn't. Somebody said to me last night, he's like, I'm wicked excited to go. I'm like, oh, DJ, I'm so happy to hear that. He's like, I want her to rip my face off. I was like, oof, don't do that. I'm like, DJ, no, 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 no. And he's like, no, I want every narrative drop, dropped. I want everything that I think is, is that I that's holding me back to be exposed. I want to see it all. And I was like, I don't want to sit next to you. <laughs> <laughs> I literally don't want to sit next to you. What? I'm like, here I am, like, please, Mama, I ask you to be gentle. I'm like saying it every day. I'm like connecting with her. I'm like, I love you so much. I'm so grateful for the opportunity. <laughs> put my toe in. I like it. And my uh, husband's like, let's dive, no parachute. I'm like, fuck, you guys are hardcore, but you're going to teach him a lot because he's going to soften to the lesson. In order to get the lesson, you have to soften to be able to receive it. And just like he has this whole, I'm going to be a provider and I'm a fucking man and like war, you know, he's going to soften to being led by another man because that's gay shit. That's no, we don't do that. You're a pussy if you're fucking vulnerable in an emotional way. So he's finally going to be able to be receptive to your message, which is the life he's trying to build. You have a roadmap to the very thing he's trying to get off of. I'm the hamster wheel that seems to be stuck on high and he can't get off of it. You have the stop button. If he would just soften enough to, like, have a vulnerable conversation. And I do think that this will open up that avenue for that. And to be honest, you guys both deserve, whether it's in each other or whatever, a genuine connection with so many more people that are like-minded and, like, open to being led and being um, taught, you know, being a student of the lesson and being observer of the lesson. Um, but I sent him your podcast. He doesn't, he, I don't know if he listens to it. I don't think he does. But, you know, I sent him podcasts and things that are like super pony. And I'd be like, listen, because I know you're probably not going to listen to the whole thing, even though yours are so digestible, they're bite-sized pieces. So I do think that he has heard some of your wisdom pour through. I just don't think he's open to receiving it because it feels like he's threatened. He's threatened by that. And so he got to put his ego down. That's why I've been in my ego. It's been wild to watch. This whole softening, this whole container, I'm so grateful that I'll be able to watch you be able to lead more so than I think you realize. And I don't know if it's going to be up to necessarily like the retreat, but afterwards. And I think DJ is going to be an instrumental part of being... If he heard me say these words, and we'll probably, I mean, by the time we publish it, he's not probably not going to give a shit, but to be able to be led, you know, like I think afterwards to be able to be led is going to be a big thing for him, is that he's going to have a willingness to be led, and you're going to have the opportunity to lead in a deeper way to people who are like, you know, not so 
apprehensive to the message, which is, by the way, just to go back to your whole thing about the whole judgment and wanting to leave from compassion, you're feeling the boomerang off of their energy field of the opposition or like resistance to what you're saying. And that's really what's triggering what I think you're identifying as judgment or like, why can't I have compassion? You're just matching back what you're feeling coming at you. So maybe the best way to try to practice compassion is to say, am I feeling this being bounced from them or is this truly how I'm feeling? Because you may have a more softened approach. I think you're reacting to the energy field. Sorry, that just came in. I know I'm not supposed to give you those messages, but <laughs> I had to. Because you're probably just seeing that. I just felt that being reflected, DJ's resistance to this entire thing and how that's been like a bounce back. I'm like, oh, my God, that's what's happening with you. Your judgment is in judgment, I don't think. I think it's the resistance that you're feeling and the rejection to what other people are bouncing at you. Yeah, that may, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. And I think it, it's funny when, you know, we identify these things and, you know, you say, well, he doesn't want to be led. And it's, as men, it's so funny because in our professional lives and in a professional setting, we would have no problem taking direction from another man about wiring <laughs> or driving a truck or doing a task that somebody has done before us that can teach us that. Oh, shit. I love that but fucking we, perspective. Yeah, but we can't apply it to a softer <laughs> science. Um, oh. so, Why is that? What? what is that? If you summarize as a man, what the fuck is that that causes a man to have that? That's just the, the it's the programming. It's the bullshit. I'll, I'll give you an, a perfect example. And I think I've been blessed because I have two girls. I've had to step back from that part because it doesn't work with girls. So that that has helped soften me up. But we were on the beach the other day and there was a lot of us, a lot of family, aunts, uncles, cousins, fuzzins. Everyone was there. And my wife was talking about getting a new sunshade, you know, for the beach. And there was a pink one. And what do you think about the pink one? I'm like, I don't get it. I don't care. And my uncle's like, really, Nick? Really? And I was like, dude, I got two girls. Like, what the fuck are we doing here? If they want a pink sun umbrella, who gives a shit? But it, it's, it's just so ingrained from something as dumb as that to, oh, I don't want to fucking open up. Because someone's gonna call me a pussy, and they're all gonna fucking laugh at me, and I'm losing, I'm losing man points over here. What really helped me was when I start not fucking caring about that and living my life, saying yes to pink and all this shit. Like they respect that doing, you know, doing your own thing and not giving a shit, but they can't. It's so hard to get out of, and it's automatic. It's a, it's a fucking reflex. The only real homophobia people have is like this. Is this is this weird, weird fucking man thing where it's like, oh, I can't fucking open up to another guy. That's gay. And it's like, <laughs> I don't know where that came from. That's but such a fucking justice we've done to our homeboys on this planet. Like brotherhood is just as important as sisterhood. Like having your boys and having authentic connection and the fact that we've robbed our boys of that is such a disservice to them. Well, and that's would explain where we're at here in history. Like we have what look at our deficiencies. The the deficiencies are in those relationships. They're in strong men keeping their strong woman on the right path and vice versa. They're all these things that are responsible for keeping shit together. 
are not around anymore. It's not a big leap to be like, well, you, you want to try to identify one of the problems. We're going to just keep living a shit life because I don't want to ask another guy for help or I don't want to I don't want to listen to what a guy has to tell me. I cannot wait to see the container that you're going to hold down there. And just in general in life, like the fact, did you, when you were like, really, when you, when you said, what, I have two girls, did you have that conversation outwardly with him? Yeah. Did you explain how fucking stupid it was or would it just fallen on deaf ears, right? Well, yeah, I mean, it's, he's, he's, you know, 65 years old. You know, he grew up with three brothers, like from, you know, so he just, and he has two sons. He just doesn't have the capacity, absolutely. But he doesn't have any experience with it either. Yeah, that's uh, what an indoctrinating. That just goes to show how much our program runs deep. That probably wasn't even a real thought in his mind. He just heard pink. He saw pink boy comment. Like, probably doesn't even feel those things. It's just such a repetitive thing that they've been exposed to. Yeah. It's wild. I see that in my parents, too. His instant thing that popped in his brain was somehow that was an indictment of my masculinity yeah which in turn was what he must have felt at some point in his life or what was betrayed to him and this is a threat of your masculinity and this is not something that you do it's like boys don't cry yeah it was like in in a half a second that's what fucking came out and i was like yeah fucking programming is deep this is why I'm really excited about for ayahuasca because it really is a reprogramming. I mean, you can't help but be stuck off of stupid and humbled when you are brought to some things and you are forced to look at it, especially from a higher level of awareness and perception. I would love to hear for, you know, I mean, of course, this is going to be retrospect that we're listening and publishing this, but for the time, for, oh my God, I can feel my future, our future selves listening to this. Whoa. <laughs> 